hey, hey, and welcome to Insurance Town. I'm the Mayor Heath Sheeran and the host of this podcast. Guys, I'm super pumped up about today's guest. His name is Ron Schroyer. He comes to us from Arius Analytics. You're going to love our conversation. But before we get into that, I want to tell you about my boy, Tolga Tazel over at Canopy Connect. They do a fantastic job over there. They are your one-click solution for getting those deck pages you need to quote your prospect. Uh, you can get everything you need just off of that one-click. And now they've got some new announcements, some new things coming up, some new integrations that I can't wait for you to hear more about as I'm bringing him back on the show here soon. Stay tuned for that episode. Don't you like that? What is that called? Um Oh, man, I just blanked on it. But anyway, uh, super pumped um, about that. Oh, a teaser. That's what I was looking for. A little teaser for that episode. <laughs> but anyhow, my man Ron Schroyer is on the show today from Arius Analytics. We're going to talk about all things data. We're going to talk about his story of him coming up through the ranks from even the life and health industry and how he got into PNC and how he got into data industry and working with Arius we have a cool conversation about his product and about Donna and, you know, tech stack, about everything. Uh, I really think you're going to enjoy it. Uh, without further ado, I'm going to jump out the way and get into my conversation with my man, Ron Schroyer. Ron Schroyer, what's happening, my man? Oh, doing well, Heath. How are you today, man? <laughs> and I'm good. Please tell me. You had some cool nickname like Ron the Destroyer Schroyer. You are ripped, bro. <laughs> no, I appreciate that, man. Fitness has always been a part of the life um, on that side. And you actually said that name, which is funny. I, I didn't get that nickname, but that actually was one uh, post like kind of playing career um, <laughs> into college. I, I worked for uh, for ADP years ago, and we had um, we had an awesome group of guys and gals, a bunch of athletes that, that that played sports in college and stuff too. So we actually played. I'm in Pittsburgh. Um, so we played in Pittsburgh sports league. So we actually were a stacked loaded team and we had softball, basketball, kind of all the different sports yeah. were out there. And uh, we started playing softball on that end too. And uh, that, that nickname actually came up just because there's not many things that rhyme with Schroyer um, on that end. So it kind of rolls off the tongue pretty well. <laughs> yeah. It would have to be the destroyer, huh? <laughs> try to try to. Yeah. So, yeah. Don't be- uh, are you a morning workout guy? Uh, yeah, without a doubt. I'm, I'm in that 5 a.m. crew. Um, I know there's yeah. a lot of a lot of our friends in the insurance tech space and, and even in the agency space that are on the 4 a.m. side. I used to be that end because I owned a gym on the side, but um, morning morning's where it's at. Um, you know, you have you have nothing kind of holding you back mentally on that side. Start out with a fresh start, give you a ton of energy at least for the first you know six seven hours of the working day, and then uh, I'm drinking a uh, an energy drink I probably shouldn't be drinking right now to keep things rolling through the end of the day. So it's so what's, um, what's your what's your uh, energy drink of choice there? Uh, I have a bang right now, and that's actually okay. our, our good friends at Tarmica using the koozie um, that was I sent out that. For, the, for the Christmas gift. Yeah, yeah. Actually, it looks nice, the purple and then the blue from the bang, and it's a strawberry blast. This one is. So I mean, it's um. Nice. It, yeah, to the point where it's almost placebo effect. It's just a ritual now anymore because uh, I have a tendency to take on too much caffeine at a clip. So. Understood, bro. <laughs> Understood. Um, so, you know, all that being said, now that we've established to the audience that you're jacked um, and you like to work out. <laughs> let's take a walk down memory lane. Let's tell me about you. Go back as far as you want to and bring me to where you are today. Yeah, for sure. And I, I already mentioned, I, you know, worked at ADP, but you know, the, the, the first, I'd say seven, eight years of my career, I, I was um, always in a, a professional services sales technology on that side too. Um, and as I kind of got through, um, I ran into a little non-compete issue um, with two of the tech companies that I worked for. And I actually ended up falling into insurance like a lot of people, a lot of people do. Um, so in 2013, I ended up uh, going to work for Huntington Insurance, which is owned by Huntington Bank based out of Columbus, Ohio. And I was an employee benefits producer um, for a couple of years there. And that was kind of right in the middle of ACA when that stuff was popping on. So for the benefits producers out there, too, I know that was a it was a challenging time. Um, because there's a lot of things you had to do to kind of uproot clients, um, the way their plans were structured and, and, you know, how to stay competitive and obviously with price increases and so on, um, as it came to healthcare. But, you know, I, I loved Huntington and I really enjoyed the industry because like insurance is, as a, a lot of people listening to this knows, I mean, it touches every single thing in this world. 
And I don't think a lot of people outside of the industry realize that. Um, I mean, there's nothing happens without insurance and obviously like investment banking on top of that too. Um, but I just found it so unique being able to work with business owners. Um, we were kind of more in the middle market side of things too. So a couple hundred employees on that end. Uh, but just seeing the, the evolution of what they had to work with, what they had to deal with to help protect against risk, but also kind of incorporate some of their long-term strategies with growth. But something that was very apparent to me was just the lack and use of technology and data um, within there. So I ended up um, working through there for a few years. And the gentleman that recruited me and placed me within Huntington um, was the former head of uh, global sales at Aon. Um, and also uh, Marsh and then Sedgwick before that too as well. Um, so this guy um, had a pretty good pulse in the industry. And after a couple of years, he reached out to me and he's like, Ron, he was, he was from uh, West Texas. So obviously you can assume the, uh, the accent and everything else too. And he was a pure Texas boy at heart. Um, his name was Pat Schull. And Pat said, Ron, I got an opportunity for you. He goes, a guy I used to work with, Kabir Syed, who um, worked at Marsh for like 17 years or so. Um, Kabir built an analytics platform that was going to kind of replicate what Marsh's internal platform looked like. And basically what it did was just made sense of the data you have in the agency management system. And if you think about like a, an organization like Marsh, they got a, you know, a ton of offices, a ton of employees, a lot of resources, a ton of carrier partnerships. Um, so you need a way to be able to aggregate stuff and just make sense of what you have so you can make decisions moving forward. So I've always loved technology sales on that. And now I had a little bit of experience on the insurance side. And, and as I mentioned, I kind of saw that shortfall of being able to use those two together. And this was kind of like in the earlier stages of, of the insure tech movement that's going on right now. Um, so he asked me, he's like, I want you to come sell for me a risk match. Um, so risk match was basically what Kabir did for Marsh. He took that idea and applied it to kind of middle market agents and brokers. So basically everybody outside of Marsh, Aon, Willis, and so on. Um, That's and, still, within, still within the life and health space? No, no. This one, this one was actually more, more towards uh, uh, property and casualty, commercial lines on that okay. end too. Because you know, as everyone knows, going back to being a benefits producer, benefits is tough um, when it comes yeah, to it utilizing is. data, um, understanding it. Um, and on top of that, when you're starting to aggregate data, because a lot of the stuff's held within the carrier systems, the claims and all that other stuff that's in there. Um, right. so, so what risk match did is it basically kind of sucked out all the data from, from an agency management system. So whether it be, you know, 360, whether it be Sajita, Epic, Tam, Nexture, like all these other ones that are out there, um, basically it pulled that information out and just gave you a quick understanding from a, from a leadership standpoint. Okay. We have this much premium. We're working with this many clients. Um, here's the industries we trade with. And we started to scale that business, um, you know, relatively quick. We pulled, we pulled over some really great early clients. Um, and then got to the point, I, I joined there in uh, December, 2015. Um, and by the time April, 2017 rolled around, we got acquired by Vertifor. Um, so then at that point, it was a really unique situation for me because it, it helped open up sales distribution. Um, Cause you obviously, you got, a, you got an organization like Vertifor, they got a ton of sales reps, they got a ton of account managers. Um, it gave us an opportunity to go and, and bring it even further. So I worked there for another two and a half years post acquisition. Um, on that side. And it was, it was a tremendous opportunity. And if it wasn't for that opportunity, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now at Arius. And I chose to, to join Arius because I kind of you know, went through that flow of the acquisition. Um, you know, Vertifor treated me tremendously um, with the team, but it was just time for me to take on my next thing um, versus being an individual sales uh, contributor within Risk Match and being very close with product development in the team. But I wanted to take a kind of a larger role within an organization. And I mentioned the way Risk Match used data um, from the agency management system. Now, Arius takes it a few steps further um, on that end because Arius can use data from the agency management system, but also bring in all those other types of data that you have on your customer. And this is more what we do here is focus straight on that end, end insured because what we feel, whether it's a carrier or whether it's an agency, nothing happens without transacting business with an end customer that's giving you those premium dollars to help protect them. So what we do is basically make it easy for agencies and carriers to, to get a firm understanding of, hey, what's happening with this end insured? Where, where are they right now through their journey with us? And how can we understand, how can we move forward with them? How can we grow with these customers? How can we make sure that we know if a customer is likely to leave us right now, what are some of the things that we can do to help prevent that and get them into a spot that we can make sure we retain them and, and end up growing with them? And how we do that, there's a, without getting too product specific, we, we're able to produce a real-time customer experience score called Centimeter. Um, it's, senti it's sentiment meter, kind of play on words tied together. 
but it pulls in all those different data sources and, and lets agencies and carriers know, okay, I have these customers that are highly likely to buy, buy something from me today because they're incredibly happy with me. And then we can also let them know what products they should go out and sell. And then on the flip side, any agency carrier can go in and look at and say, okay, we have these customers that are high risk right now from, from leaving us. Let's make sure that we put these proactive measures in place so we can make sure we save this business. Um, I'm always on, on, in the mode, especially in this industry. Um, you know, it's you and I chatted the other day. We started talking about let's tend your own garden. Um, let's dance with the one who brought us. Let's make sure that we hang on to our clients because when, when you get to be a point saved um, in retention, it's a point earned in organic growth. Um, you don't have exactly to be right. I, I think you're right. Now, let me ask you, let me back you up for just a second. Yeah. Uh, let you get a drink of that bang or that water real quick. Um, because uh, I do think I want to know um, when you came on board, I understand that you brought that element and the, the Donna thing, but and we, I want to get into that some more, but what was Arius doing with carriers prior to, to that? I know that Arius was involved in that space. How long has Arius been around? I guess you'd just say, and what were they doing before you came on board and brought Donna and the idea of Donna? Yeah, and that's kind of interesting too as well because our, our co-founders, Anya, Anya Rock Shaw, who lives in Hartford now, he moved his entire family. But Arius is a company that uh, was founded in India in 2013. Um, so we're kind of in that space of uh, we're not a startup, even though Donna's a new product in the US, like for the agencies that are out there. But Arius is getting, the, we're in that scaling portion, kind of a, a mid-stage tech company that's out there. So um, in India, the, the market's a lot different. So we have, um, there's like 53 carriers in India. Um, the distribution channel is a little bit different over there. And yeah, that's a, a much smaller <laughs> distribution it's, channel. It's insane. It, it really, for the amount of people over there too. Um, and we have 11 of those 53 as clients. So we have some relationships with some of the top carriers in the world, like AXA, Allianz, Transamerica, and so on. Um, so we typically worked in that carrier space for a long time, but using that same type of data, because carriers have that similar type of data in India that agencies do in the US. On the end insurer, the transactions that they go through, um, just the different touch points and the interactions that you have with a customer. Um, so we're able to glean a lot of insights on that end to be able to build out that centimeter score, but also do a ton of analytics on it. Um, especially for carriers, they look at, hey, early claims, um, who, which one of my clients based out of these you know, 100,000 clients that we have, have a high likelihood of submitting claims early or having a loss within a certain time frame, um, fraud analytics and all kinds of stuff. So obviously the Indian market's a little bit limited as far as how you can scale because there's not, not a lot of companies out there. So Anurag um, Shaw ended up partaking in a plug and play accelerator out in Silicon Valley, which is one of the biggest accelerators that are out there and the insurance industry is heavily involved in that. Um, and also some ones in Hartford. So in roughly 2018 or so um, into 2019, we ended up raising a Series A round of capital and, and the majority of the capital came from US-based um, companies. So we decided we got to plant our flag in the US. Let's, let's go here because this is how we're going to grow. Um, and at that point, once you get capital, it allows you to do a lot of stuff. Let's go out and start engaging some new people to, to join the organization to help drive this. Um, so they reached out to me in, uh, I'd say, summertime of 2019. And we started having some pretty uh, firm discussions and I was very impressed with what the company has done because there's always a risk element when you're going to work for an early stage company uh, versus going to work for you know a big broker, a big carrier on that side. But the way Anurag, Ashish and Nitin have built this company, they, they've scaled and exited companies in the past and they've grown and they stay with those companies for a long time to, to see it through its growth patterns. Um, there was a level of confidence and then Anurag and team engaged Frank Sentner which I know a lot of people know. I mean, Frank's like the godfather of InsureTech. Um, he, he is- Yeah, that dude is the man when it comes to tech. Uh, without a doubt. I mean, on top of that, he's like one of the most wonderful people you're ever going to meet in your life. I mean, that guy is as selfless as it comes. Um, so Frank was on the board and I remember going up because um, Frank and I have ties because he was at Vertifor for a while because it's Sajida and all this other stuff. So we're right, hanging out. Right. I'm hanging out in a hotel, the Hampton Inn in, in uh, Rocky Hill up in, in Hartford. Frank comes and picks me up. First time I'm meeting him and we hit it off like that. We spend all day together. I go to present to the board for my business plan um, on that end. And, and Frank, we start talking like, I love this technology. And right now with this evolution of what's going on in the agent and broker side of things, I think we've got a great opportunity to build a really unique product that's really going to help agencies, first of all, just understand and, and just use data to start taking those steps towards the evolution in this industry. So Frank started planting seeds. He engaged Chris Paradiso early on in my tenure at, at Arius. 
and we started doing some uh, some beta testing with with Chris's data uh, for the same type of stuff we were doing with our India customers. And then Chris, uh, the first release we did of, of showing him some insights on his customers, he was blown away. Um, and Chris has been an incredible friend of ours. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people listening to this too are very well uh, aware of Chris's reach in the industry. And what yeah, um, for sure. And I was, you know, I've been in several conversations with him lately. And, you know, as agencies nowadays are, are taking a look more at their onboarding experience, and that's kind of been a buzzword of the last couple of years. Talk to me about that a little bit and the way you see, not necessarily just from a Donna standpoint, but, you know, the way this, you see that onboarding experience, why that's become so important. I mean, there beforehand, it was customer service, and that's what mm-hmm. everybody said they were good at. Now it's become more of an experience with their onboarding, whether it's customers or their client or their, you know, staff. You know what? What do you what do you think about this, and where do you see the industry? You know, trending in that. Yeah, that, I love that question, Heath, because I, I think especially over the past you know twelve months, what everybody personally and professionally has had to deal with, um, they've had to relook at a lot of their processes, procedures, and, and and be able to get as efficient as possible when it comes to whether they're onboarding a tech a tech partner or whether they're onboarding new clients, and how can we engage, but also how can we make sure that when we bring on a customer that they are just raving fans of ours. And that goes even for an agency, but also for us as a tech company working with agencies. Um, I think where I see the, the evolution of this industry going, and I mentioned a lot of the really cool tech partners that are out there. I mean, we're good friends with the, the team over at Tarmica, you know, the agency Zoom guys, there's better agency. I mean, there's so many awesome companies that are out there and everyone's trying to get to this point of, of connected ecosystem because we realize that agencies are are kind of tight when it comes to resources and, and, and the day in the life of an agency owner, the, of an account manager, of a producer, um, it's like putting out fires, it's generating new business, it's doing all these different tasks. So they don't have a lot of time to spend with implementation. So with what we're working towards, with what a lot of these other companies are working towards, let's get to a point to where we can all be connected via APIs. Um, Let's be able to start acquiring data very easily so we can be low touch for the customer, but also low touch for us as, as being kind of smaller, nimble companies, because that's gonna help us enhance the onboarding experience for our customers. And then being able to produce our insights real quick so agencies can start using them for their customers to help further enhance that customer experience that they're providing. Um, and every single tech partner that I mentioned, it's all focused on let's, in, let's increase efficiencies. Let's make it as easy as possible for our agencies to do business with, with their customers. And basically the results of our output, we can take a look at all those different pieces of, of a customer's experience and be able to score it and then provide you the next best um, way to be able to address a client too. So there's so many things and possibilities that are out there right now in every single you know day, week, month, the industry is taking big steps forward to be able to provide that connected ecosystem as well. Yeah, I would agree. And I, um, you know, I hear so much of, you know, when they're talking about this, they, they talk about, um, you know, less keystrokes. They talk about, you know, being more efficient. They talk about those things. But I do think there's still more to it than that. I think it goes into a relationship piece. And I talk about that a lot in, in my podcasts. And I know that what you've got, it's in the tech industry, but I still think it helps to enhance that relationship. There's nothing more important than, than being able to, to understand how you can better, as an agency owner, as a producer, as account manager, how can I put my client in the absolute best position to prevent them from getting hammered by a risk um, that could potentially happen? Um, I, I totally agree with that. And I think with the way we're seeing agencies address this with their customers, it's really showing the true value of the independent agency channel. Um, because obviously there's a lot of these other digital players that are out there. Everyone obviously talks about Lemonade and Root and all these other other, other companies that are out there, even the legacy ones like Geico and, and everything else. But I think agencies, if they can help understand what the, what the, how do my customers want to do business? How do they want to interact with me? Um, and then how can we make sure that we hang on to these customers? Because it, it is so much less expensive to be able to, to grow with what you have versus going out and pursue new business at the same time. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And so you had started to get into this centimeter and mm-hmm. I interrupted you a little bit just because uh, I wanted to dive in a little bit more in the history of Arius and where you kind of came from there. And I know that's, you know, some of the things uh, you were already getting into it a few minutes ago as well about, you know, Chris. I know you're excited. I tried to hold you back a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all the way too early. Uh, but talk to me about Donna. 
you know, kind of how that process went. As you mentioned earlier, you had an agent. We'll mention, you know, Chris Paradiso. Throw him another plug. Each week, I feel like I plug that guy. <laughs> I love you, Chris. But, um, you know, as he helped you develop Donna, what was coming the early stages of that? What did that look like? And, uh, you know, walk me through that just a little. Yeah, I mean, it, it was really interesting because we did a lot of stuff manually at first. I mean, you know, Chris um, utilizes Hawksoft and that, that team, and that team's been a tremendous partner of ours too as well, you know, from the, from the early get-go of this Donna platform. But, you know, we started doing some manual pulls of Chris's data and starting to match it up against what we're able to do internally from all the predictions that we can make and that type of stuff. But we also use like third-party data as well. Um, so we started to incorporate third-party data that, that allows us to, to give agencies a perspective to know more about their customers. Um, it's not the end-all be-all. Like if we pull 100 accounts, we may get external data on roughly 50% of those. But the interesting about, thing about that is it lets you know, if Heath, if you're my client, I, I could say, okay, Heath, right now we're currently writing your home business, but I pull in external data and I realize, okay, he's, he's got a deed and a mortgage on, on a secondary vacation home. And Heath also has a motorcycle. Um, Heath has a high likelihood of owning his own business too as well. So we can use that information to be able to provide that agent a bigger understanding before even talking to the customer. Where's my customer at with me right now? Is he, is he happy? Is he upset based off that zero to 100 centimeter scale? And then what? how, how can I go... A, talk to him about these additional opportunities that I have to grow. So it gives you kind of that leg up when you're going to have a conversation with an end insured to know there's other risks out there that I'm not currently writing. We have a great relationship. Why aren't you writing it with us? Because we got some great options as far as carrier partners that we can provide to. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, in, in what I know of Arius and what you and I have talked about a little bit, it goes even further beyond that. And you kind of talked about the centimeter score. Uh, could you talk a little bit more about how that works and, and where that gets involved with integrations or, you know, reading the emails or listening to inflection of voices or tracking some of that within your management system. You talk to me about that a little bit, how that works, what that yep. looks like. Cause I think there's a lot of citizens here at insurance town that haven't heard this yet. And I want them mm -hmm. to hear a little bit more about it. Yeah. I mean, centimeters, it's actually trademarked by Arius and patented too at the same time. So what centimeter is, again, it's a zero to 100 scale. And what it takes into account is if you think about every single interaction, every transaction, every policy event, every billing event, anything that you would have with an end insurer that you're entering into, you know, Hawksoft, 360, Epic, or any one of your agency management systems, there is a, a an effect of that experience of whatever that transaction was for that customer. And that's basically what Centimeter does is it measures that. It measures surveys, testimonials. I mentioned tech partners, like we can pull information from rocket referrals and so on. So, so Arius's Centimeter is very flexible with the way it pulls in data. Um, so it could be all that data in the, in the agency management system. It can come from CRM, voice, text, uh, emails, and being able to take a look at if I write you a scathing email as my agent, Heath, because I had a bad claims experience and I can't get a hold of my adjuster and, and I can't get a hold of you and so on. We're able to take a look at the language underneath within that email and it's going to have an, a, an effect and an indication of what's, what you're most likely to do next. And it's reflected in centimeter. So it's really that real-time customer experience score that follows the journey of a customer in real time. And there's always a spot for net promoter score surveys for testimonials and stuff on that end. Um, and what we know is within the insurance industry, you see roughly eight to 10% of customers are going to fill out an NPS survey. With that said, like NPS is great, but it's very limited because it's a certain, it's a smaller segment of your clients. It's at a certain point in time. Um, and usually those sets of your clients at eight to 10% are ones that are incredibly happy with you or ones that are super upset because that's the only time anybody ever runs a survey or fills out a survey. But you, 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 uh, you know, as well as I do, any personal relationship or any business relationship, there's constant ebbs and flows um, of it. I mean, you know, I look at my wife. I mean, there's one day she's incredibly happy with me and the next day she's not. You gave her an NPS so, survey. That's all of us. <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah. You know, so, that, that's all of us. And um you know, so again, going back to what you're talking about with our, with our wives or our kids or our relationship with our our customers and clients. Uh, so what this is doing different than NPS is it's real time. It's tracking. You can go back through how far back is it the entirety of the relationship or just the last 60 days or how does that how does that work as far as the centimeter versus NPS? We start out at the very first instance of you having an interaction. So if you end up incepting a policy, so if, hey, you got Ron, Ron's Heath's client, um, I buy my homeowner's policy and say that was in uh, you know March of 2015. 
that's when the relationship starts. So that's when we start tracking everything as the centimeter score starts rolling through. So every renewal, every expiration, if I miss a payment, if I file a claim, I buy more policies from you, I increase my limits, all that type of stuff are things, things that we track. Because if you know exactly where your customers are with you as of today, from, an, from a top level of an agency, you know, okay, let's set up a strategy because now I've got some good insights across big sets of my clients. I've got these 100 clients that right now we're giving home auto to, and they have a decent uh, likelihood of being relatively high net worth, but we're not writing any umbrella, umbrella policies. Or if they have a business account, right now you're currently writing uh, maybe just workers comp for that account too, but obviously they have property, they, they have cyber, EPLI, there's all these other options we can kind of predict and go through. But knowing where that customer is with you allows you to deliver the right message at the right time to the right clients. And that kind of parlays into the next question that you said with like centimeter and the predictions that we make. And I, I talked about this, this connected ecosystem of all these different tech partners. Um, if you, we have the ability to be able to push out that information to some of our digital marketing com, uh, partners um, that work with all the agents and clients, though they can start running directed targeted campaigns with those clients that are a perfect fit for certain products. And also they're very happy with you. So that increases the likelihood they're going to buy something off you. Um, and also with that said, we, we certainly have the ability within our Donna platform to be a standalone product. But what we did last year is kind of put our flag in the ground to say, okay, it, we could certainly provide our insights to agencies and carriers and everybody that way. But because of all these different tech partners that we're working through getting connected on APIs, we understand how important it is for workflow to be enhanced for customers and not have another step within a workflow. So if I can push out my predictions into an agency Zoom, if I could say, okay, Heath, you're my client and I have you within the CRM and we're sitting there talking right now, I know your centimeter score right off the bat. And I also know the, the top three things I can go sell you or the top three actions that I can take to make sure that I retain your business. So I'm okay and Arius is okay and Donna is okay just being that kind of invisible analytics and pushing all that stuff in and out because ultimately every single one of our tech partners and every single one of our agencies, we're going to help them be way more efficient and going to help them uh, improve their customer service, their customer experience uh, by being that much more efficient too. So um, you keep saying Donna uh, and you and I had a conversation the other day and I actually pulled up the show on USA mm -hmm. and uh, I want you to tell the story because after I've watched two, three episodes, I get it. And so I want you to tell the story of what show I'm talking about and how you came up with Donna. I <laughs> love it. Without a doubt. So, you know, we, as I mentioned, like talking to Chris and everybody else too, and, and using his data early on. So roughly in January of uh, 2020, um, we started to hire people to start building out kind of the, the UI and stuff too. We didn't have a name for this yet. And Anurag Shah, who's our CEO um, and co-founder of Arius, um, he was always, ever since I started here, he goes, you ever see the TV show Suits? And I'm like, no, I've seen it all the time. And I kind of probably prejudged it because people, I, I don't think people think of USA is putting on phenomenal television, but they've got an incredible amount of great shows. So when COVID hit, we're sitting there going through all this stuff and, and we're figuring out what can we name this product? Cause we released it in like end of April, early May. So my wife and I start watching suits and on your telling me, I think we should name our product Donna. And when I started watching Donna or suits, just like you said, Donna is a, the legal administrative assistant to Harvey Specter, who's a the kind of a high powered New York city attorney, but Donna is just like an absolute wizard. She knows everything before it's about to happen. She can t see things 10 steps ahead. She also is able to take a look at what happened in the past and be able to predict what's in the future and is always there with the right information at the right time. And she's, an, it's a phenomenal, she's a phenomenal character, but the show is just amazingly well-written. And when I, when I watched that, we were all talking because Anya Rog's been looking for a way to name a product uh, after her for years. Um, we're like, yeah, Donna's it um, with it. So um, it, it was, it was kind of fit in perfect and stuff too. And obviously our logo with the centimeter score and the smiley face and everything else we have too. I mean, it all played in very, very well. Um, to what we want to be as a brand and how we want to be thought of, um, you know, within the industry. Because um, our long-term goal is like, hey, because we're able to measure across all of our agencies who has the highest centimeter experience across clients, across their carrier partnerships, across all this stuff. So long-term wise, we would love to be kind of the de default industry benchmark of saying, okay, what, you're in a bar with another agency owner. What's your centimeter score? Oh, it's this. What's mine? All this other stuff too. Because I think we, we're in a really unique position to marry business intelligence with predictions, but also understanding what's happening with your customer kind of in that threefold area. And it's, 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 it's in the position right now, where we're going to scale pretty quickly here going into this year. 
Yeah, I wanted you to tell the story about Donna because I did. After you talked to me about it, you said it's you know such a great show. I had to check it out, so I went home. I guess that was that day, and I watched the first episode yeah. and immediately was like, okay, I get it. Because yeah. Donna was right there, like you said, with everything she needed, uh, that Harvey needed. And as I'm sure as I get on, it's nine seasons of this show. It Again, is. a plug for USA and a plug for Suits. Great show. Uh, and Harvey being the best closer in town, you know, you're going to learn a lot of insurance as well watching. It's it's a cool show. It, it, it but, is, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not to get too far off, but I did I did find that fascinating. I loved uh, I love it. Uh, I'm not really a huge TV watcher, but when you told me about that, I had to. And so uh, I'm going to try to catch up some more this weekend. Uh, but, okay, back to what you were talking about. It, it kind of got my brain, you know, working. Uh, okay, so what, right now, what you're doing for agencies mm-hmm. is you're working with them to, you know, track their centimeter score. And I, I think it's fascinating what you're talking about, about being at the bar and asking and, you know, that kind of thing is a funny thing about there. But as it as you in, as you get further along, is there ever a, a chance that this kind of goes in, you know, into carriers to measure the relationship with the agents because a lot of carriers are clueless. And I say that as a carrier rep, so don't don't crucify mm-hmm. me, citizens that are carrier reps, but a lot of carriers are clueless as to how the agent truly feels about them and mm-hmm. how they can improve. I, I think this would be huge to work with carriers. Is that in the, is that in the, pi- the pipeline? It, it is uh, not only in the pipeline, it's already going on right now uh, because, you know, it's, it's really interesting, especially with this evolution of what's going on. And it, it's really interesting, the, you know, carriers not having a firm understanding of what's happening with agencies, being able to get a good gauge of opportunities from a distribution standpoint, being able to get their the right products from a carrier standpoint into the agencies that have those right opportunities. And being that Aureus has, a, you know, a big carrier background, obviously, on this side, um, when Onurag came to the U.S., we started generating some really good relationships with some great, great super regional carriers, some great regional carriers, and also some nationals, too, as well. And we always, from our, like, legacy, like, like data modeling and all the other stuff that we did, because I mentioned earlier, the distribution in the U.S. is a little bit different from a large carrier standpoint, outside of, like, the captives and the directs. Um, so, when we started developing this product, we started getting a ton of opportunities with carriers because they knew us as a company and what we do and like the, the, the insights that we can provide. But this Donna product has allowed our carrier partners to be able to connect with their agencies on like, like a deeper, broader level. I mean, right now, I think every agency should be, if they're not going through like an evaluation process of what are the best market relationships that I have? You take a look at how can I start using data? How can I understand where I have my products place? Um, what is, what's the kind of compensation that we're getting from these carriers? Do I have an opportunity to move certain business to a better market that's going to give me the same T's and C's for my clients and coverages on this side, but just help us out economically, but also it's a lot easier to manage administratively when you have less carrier partners with more business uh, skewed towards. And carriers are starting to realize this and they're in this this spot to where they're starting to look, how can I start better uh, segmentation of my agencies? How can I start understand um, how we can better compensate? Because I think we all know if you have contingencies and overrides in place with certain markets on this side, some of those things are starting to get tightened with the type of market that we're kind of rolling into now at this point. Um, but also, how, how can I make sure that my distribution team, my marketing team understands this agency right now has given us a ton of opportunities based off of quotes to submissions and bounds, but we're, we may be missing the boat because we're not looking in the right place. And Donna opens up that box. So we actually have, uh, we, we brought on a very, very nice, very progressive carrier at the end of, end of last year um, that is working with a bunch of agencies to create that layer of transparency. Let's start using Donna. Let's start marrying carrier data together. Let's start looking at how we can work together and and really just sustain a long-term relationship that's profitable for everybody involved. And some of the very largest carriers are out there starting to realize this too. They're looking at, even if the agencies are smaller, if they're high growth, if they're progressive investing in technology, they're going to be easier to do with, easier to do do business with, and they're going to be good long-term relationships. Um, So the carrier side is, is... huge for us right now. No, I, I completely um, yeah. agree. Yeah. As I've been on agency side, carrier side yep. and association side, I've seen it all. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like that carrier side would be huge. Now, another question in this um, that my citizens may be thinking about is, is the data that you have only as good as what you put in your agency management system? Or do you crawl in the uh, phone system and you're already in their emails and you're already in those things? Or is it only as good as the data you enter? 
There, there's always an element of data quality. I'm, I, I'm not going to discount that whatsoever. But as you take a look at agencies like kind of taking this jump into data um, and using data on this side too, you have to start somewhere. And because the kind of data that we pull out from like the agency management system, I mean, that's like the the first layer and, and the I, the most important layer to what we do. Um, and all the other stuff is kind of like sprinkles on top of the Sunday um, of it. But you need a kind of mirror in a lens of what's happening within that system. And when we extract data from a agency management system, you can see a lot of, okay, we don't have premium volumes in place for these certain clients, which we should. We don't have the right markets. We put an issuing paper in here too. So that's going to affect the roll-up. But that what we do on the front end takes a a lot of load off of an agency because they don't have to go in and start fishing for all these things, start running management reports and missing things on this side because we we can just show them straight up. Here's everything. Here's all your clients. Here's where you have all these business plays. Here's ones that you didn't renew properly and now they look like new policies that are in here. But that still does not affect um, the predictions and the usage of our platform right, right out of the gate. You're still going to get a tremendous amount of value by knowing what customers can go buy additional policies from you because they're in the right spot throughout their journey with you. So you can kind of do things in conjunction with each other. And I think Keith, Heath, you know, as, as well as I do, like, you know, agencies over the past handful of years, five, six years, I've been working with hundreds of agencies. They're like, let's clean up our data first. And some do, but the majority don't like, you need something to kind of like a little spark. Let's, Hey, let's, let's get this, let's get this rolling. Let's partner with somebody that can help us get a pretty clear picture of what's going on. And that's going to help you down the line, just start chipping away with procedures, with how you're entering data, get your team bought into the reason why you're doing it and how it's going to provide value for the agency, how it's going to provide value for the customer and every relationship that you have to work with. Okay. So, you know, as we dive deeper, as they clean up their data, they get that going. Mm-hmm. Um, did I hear a rumor that you're also connected to their VoIP system and you're connected to their emails or is it one of those things they put their emails in the management system and you read that, but I guess we'll start with the VoIP. I'm all over the place. This is exciting. No, no, no. It's awesome. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> you're in the VoIP. Yeah. So what we've done, and again, a lot of the legacy, the foundational piece of this too, we started started in India. So right now we're in process with, uh, we just released our our open API for some of our VoIP partners um, at the end of 2020. So, you know, a few weeks back um, on this side. So there's a couple companies that we're bringing on first because we have a lot of mutual clients on this side. Um, and I kind of go back to that connected ecosystem because a lot of those companies, when a customer calls in, their their agency management system pops up, their entire kind of customer portal, their screen and stuff too. So what we want to do is be able to kind of push our insights within that. Um, but then also a lot of these companies are starting to get very good at recording the conversations. Um, so we are able to take a look at those recordings um, on that end, pull out the data, pull out the, the language within the data and start to know, okay, if I'm calling Heath and I'm telling, hey, I'm not happy with a price increase in my policy, I want you to remarket this right now. The underlying sentiment of my conversation with you is I'm not incredibly happy and it's going to start to look like I'm, I may go shop around and might leave if you can't get something done. That's the kind of insights that we can supplement and push into the agency management system, uh, but also the same thing from text. So if you look at client testimonials, um, Rocket Referrals is phenomenal at aggregating that data um, on that side. So if you could take a look at the results of testimonials, the language within them, the results of NPS surveys, bring all that information in and so on. Um, we don't necessarily have to bring in all the email data because there's a ton of emails that are purely just transactional. So that can get a little bit of sticky on that side. Uh, but I think the voice thing is the first thing that we're addressing when it comes to that direct customer interaction that we can start gauging to. Yeah, I, I think that's super cool as you get into that. And I imagine, and uh, you know, you could be able to, as you get into the, the, the voice over IP and get into that, you could probably be able to do some cool stuff with voice inflection or things like that. Um, is that something you are doing already? We, we don't get some, it's more so the language that I'm speaking to you into okay. because it's a recording. Um, there are opportunities down, down the line to start getting into, am, am I talking to you aggressively? Am I talking to you like, right. this way and start to do that? Um, you know, there's some early technologies that are out there that have the potential. And actually I'm in Pittsburgh and there's actually a company that, that is based from uh, Carnegie Mellon, a spinoff. Um, of that, that's actually starting to do some of that stuff because the the architects from um, created IBM Watson, which you know, everyone knows that from the commercials and everything else. So I think there's some things that are coming down the line in that regard too. Ours is purely like natural, the language processing from the recording of the conversation on that side as it stands today. Yeah. Uh, I think that uh, once you get into that kind of stuff and get even further into that, I mean, there's just no end to what kind of data you can read off to. Yeah. 
your agency partners and your carrier partners for that matter. Um, and now the last question that I have before we get into anything else is, um, do you see Arius, and maybe it already is, but is it going to be only in the insurance space or is it something that you'll end up expanding out to real estate or mortgage or whatever? That's that's really unique. And, and I think it's very important for us to kind of stay in our lane with our experience and kind of pedigree of what we are um, on this, because with the type of technology that we do, um, the type of insights we provide, there's it's definitely applicable in a ton of industries, you know, banking, finance, there's uh, even retail. I mean, all that different type of stuff. I mean, we've had kind of over a beer conversations about stuff down the line, but right now um, we're scaling purely in the insurance industry. Now, you know, three, four years from now, once we get kind of mass capacity, as far as what we're doing and want to start keep growing the company, I mean, there's opportunities there, but um, we know the industry. We're connected within the industry, especially over this past year. I mentioned guys like, you know, Chris Paradiso, friends like Tarmica and Ragov over there, Matt Namoli and all these guys. I mean, I love insurance and I love the IA channel and, and, and my, my past experience working with that side of things and carriers, networks and associations. There's just so much opportunity in this too that right now we're not, we're not going to take a look at going anywhere else. Yeah, it goes back to relationships as well that you've yeah. already built. Um, okay, uh, one last question. Again, they keep flooding my brain. As the industry moves, and in all industries, but our industry especially moves more towards chatbots and whatnot, mm-hmm. is that another area that you're tracking? We, we haven't hooked anybody uh, else up with chatbots um, right now. And I know there's a ton of uh, stuff that's going on with, with agencies using VAs. And I think there's some opportunities yes. opportunities on that side. Um, I, v, I mean, VAs are phenomenal. I mean, you had Matt Namoli on a couple of weeks ago. I mean, that guy was like, he's like the king of VAs um, on that side. So I, I think there's a unique opportunity for us to use a lot of that information on that side. Um, when you talk about the potential with like, you know, agencies, you can carry your service centers. Um, I think there's opportunities there. Um, as far as chat bots go, um, it's not something that we've jumped into yet um, on that end. But I, I think there's certainly, you know, in, in that same mold, certainly opportunities. Yeah, there's with what you're doing and what the guys over and I guess, you know, this could end up being a question, too. But with what you're doing, as well as what the guys over at Neon are doing, yep. and I, you know, Seth and Sid, I know y'all are your friends and um, you have got to be able to have some cool conversations on what y'all are doing with data. It, it, it's a, we were on a webinar with um, Seth and Sid, me and Anyarag were with a coverage uh, couple, you know, a handful of months back and stuff too. And and we've been, had a relationship with them for a long time. And I absolutely love what they're building, what they're doing, um, because I think it, it all comes down to just improving the processes and how we're working with customers, how we're operating as an agency um, on that side. I think there's a huge. Uh, opportunity with the, this kind of open architecture, you know, technology partners, let's plug all the right things in because, you know, as much as I, you know, I've obviously a great relationship from the past at Vertifor and even with applied with what they're trying to do here over the next year. I mean, they're really trying to get into this spot to where they can be more flexible because um, that's what people need. But the the issue is nobody can be great at everything. And I kind of, you, you were joking around about sports and playing all this other stuff too. Like I was pretty solid at a lot of sports. I wasn't amazing at any single one, but with at Arius, we're going to stay in our lane with what we do best. Um, Seth and team's going to stay, do what they do best. Tarmica, Lightspeed, Agency Zoom, better, all these other ones, they, they all have their unique, unbelievable skill set as far as what they're doing. So let's plug them all in together and let's be able to provide an incredible suite of services for these agencies to help work with our clients is, is my end. So, uh, yeah, I would definitely think that uh, there's so much more and the, the future is, you know, even bigger and brighter for data in our industry and what you guys are doing at Arius. And I'm excited to see you guys are on the ground floor of Donna and kind of building this up and what mm-hmm. it could be down the road. Uh, and I'm interested to see um, what that looks like. Um, Cause if Donna's helping Harvey on the TV show, I can't imagine what <laughs> they're going to be able to do and what she's going to be able to do for insurance agencies. Yeah. I had to go there one more time. I love it. But uh, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you the keys to the to the city for a minute. I want you, I'm going to be quiet. I'm not going to ask you a question. I just want to give you the floor just to talk about whatever you want to talk about, educate, uh, innovate. You, know, you could uh, inspire us, whatever you want to do on that level. If you got anything you want to talk about, whether it's being the destroyer or if it's <laughs> something about uh, data, whatever you see fit, uh, I'm going to hit mute and let you go. Yeah, no, and I think you brought up something that was interesting too, because you look at like the the industry and something I did want to bring up is especially like the networks and associations. And I think there's been 
um, on that side of things. I think there's been like a really unique shift over the last couple of years because, you know, typically in the past, when you end up joining one of those, you know, if I'm a smaller agency and I don't have access to certain markets, I'm not able to get the right, the right compensation for a certain product on this side, you're going to go in because obviously economies of scale, let's say, let's get a bunch of us together because then we can go in with a ton of premium and just start getting easier ways to write business, but also get paid a little bit better too at the same time. And there's a lot of networks that are out there right now that are really taking a huge step forward and in investing in, in technology for their underlying agencies, because I think there's a, a huge opportunity for them. Again, once you can use data, you can get this transparent level over to know even more opportunities than you, you didn't necessarily knew you had before until you got access to data. But they're starting to get to this point of working with their member agencies to invest in the right technologies. Um, having a lot of that information at their disposal. So those agencies can be as efficient as absolutely possible. But when you think about from a consulting standpoint, from a coaching standpoint, when you have that many agencies underneath the umbrella of something too, there's a lot of learnings that can happen. So I think every single part of the industry is like in this really, really awesome shift right now to where, you know, they're, they're learning from each other. Um, another Chris Paradiso drop. I mean, that guy, he cannot care less if there's an agency two doors down. It's about helping the industry move forward. Um, and that's what we've seen with all of our partners. And, and kind of going back to my soapbox, I mean, when I was working at Risk Match, we worked with some mid to large size uh, brokers that were out there and there's some phenomenal organizations. And over the past year and a half, um, the opportunity to, for us to, to generate some of the, the personal relationships that we have um, and that's how you're going to get somewhere. And insurance is highly personal. I mean, you were there at the absolute worst time in need for an end insured. Um, so if you do not have that level of care, um, that level of compassion for people and just being want to be there and have that kind of servant mentality, um, it, it, nothing, nothing's more important than that relationship. And I feel the same way now. And I think the, the issue now, and if it is an issue, because I love the innovation in this space, is when I was at Risk Match, there weren't too many players out there. Not that many people were talking about data and analytics. We were kind of early on on that side. Um, now there are so many technology partners out there and there's some great ones and there's some not so great ones, but everybody's fighting for the same piece of pie now. So when you look at me as a salesperson at Arius, going out and trying to talk to someone who I have no ends with, no relationship with whatsoever, these people are inundated with so many options that they don't even know what's what. They're all here in data and analytics. They're all here in AI, this, this, and this. And the relationships that have been so important to us here over the past year and a half, I mean, I can't thank the lucky stars enough uh, because they've helped us get into with the right carriers to the other agencies, the other networks and associations. Um, there's just so many wonderful people in this, in this industry that we've had a chance to engage with over the past year and a half since we started really building this thing out in the U.S. Um, that, that's just been Awesome. I mean, this has been, uh, you know, one of the most rewarding little parts of my career, even though it's been, you know, a year and a half um, at that point. I mean, it, it's, it's truly, truly awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing. It's only going to get better. I can only yeah. imagine, you know, like you said, if a year and a half in and you're already, you know, in love with what you're doing and you're at the best place you feel like it's only going to get better. Mm-hmm. Um, something I tell my kids right now, people may tell them it's the best time in their life, but it gets better and better and better as you get older. Now I'm an old guy with this gray beard and um, it's still getting better uh, at 41 years old, still getting better. It is. Uh, And kids, kids are fun on that side too. And I I can't grow a full beard. I can do, I can do a goatee. I'm still kind of going through that evolution of puberty or whatever you want to call it. But, um, (laughs) but the gray, the grays are patching in, you know, you and I are relatively close in age on this side. So it's like uh, the kids keeping you young, um, the questions my daughter asks and then my little guy and stuff too about, Hey daddy, what do you do? Um, <laughs> like, yeah. And it, it's, uh, you've got two young ones under four. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One's four and one's one. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the shutdown yeah. was inter- entertaining. It was like constant trying to figure out how, how to keep them entertained. But um, you know, I mean, they're, they're, it's, it's, it's fun. I mean, my wife and I got married pretty really early. So we just kind of hung out and traveled, did all of our fun stuff yeah. for a while. We still have a blast, but I mean, then we had kids in, um, they're, they're, you know, they do keep you young, but they do, uh, make the grace pop up a little bit too, as well. It's, it's <laughs> funny the way you said that. Yeah. We had a blast and we had kids, but no, I get it. Uh, kids are amazing. I got three of them myself. So I yeah. get it. Um, no, that's awesome. Um, before we sign off here, we've been going, golly, as I look at the clock here, um, it gets away from you quick. Every episode I do this, um, uh, hit me up on, uh, or hit the citizens up of insurance town on your, your contact info, how they can find you. If they're interested in learning more about Donna, about Arius, about working out about you, about whatever, uh, <laughs> 
talk to me. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, our, our uh, website for Donna is pretty, pretty simple. It's Donna for agents.com. Um, um, you can either go to ariusanalytics.com and it, it will direct you towards that on that side. Um, but also Donna for agents. And, um, you know, my email is pretty easy. It's Ron at ariusanalytics.com and Arius is A-U-R-E-U-S um, on that side. So I'd love to have a conversation on this side. I mean, with where we're at right now, um, with the integrations with agency management systems that are coming up and all the other tech partners, I mean, we're really in a really unique spot and just, just happy to help anybody in the industry if we can, um, on that side. And that's Donna, the number four or Donna F-O-R? F-O-R. Good, good question. Good catch too. <laughs> yeah. I just want to make sure, cause I've got, uh, some people I know already when I mentioned you were coming on, they were already, my buddy, Ryan uh, Evans was already talking about it. I learned more about Donna. So now I got Donna for agents.com. Um, dude, I really appreciate it. It was a good time. Uh, I'm glad we got to finally, you know, get on a record. Good stuff, man. Thanks yeah. a lot. No, I had a blast. Thanks so much for asking me to be on, man. Look forward to talking with you soon again. Yeah, you know it, buddy. All right. Have a good one. You too. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you guys for checking out my conversation with Mr. Ron Schroyer. I really hope that the content we brought you made you a better insurance professional. Uh, Guys, I I really do appreciate the feedback, positively and negatively, and the ideas that were shared. I don't know when this one's coming out, but a couple of weeks ago, or maybe even last week, depending on when this one airs, I put a post up on Facebook looking for your ideas for content or for guest show interviews and my email was flooded with ideas and my inbox on Facebook and LinkedIn was flooded with ideas. <laughs> I really appreciate it. that means a lot to me. First of all, it lets me know that you guys are listening and you're telling your friends about it. And that is awesome. Thank you so much. Be on the lookout. If some of your ideas come out, you'll know that was your idea. Um, I got to tell you, today's episode was produced and edited and recorded by my man, Ryan, over at Ready, Set, Podcast. If you've got an idea for your own show, reach out to him. You can find him at GetReadySetPodcast.com or on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, whatever social platform you can find. Look for Ryan Mayfield, Ready, Set, Podcast, turning your brilliant ideas into a reality. Thanks again, guys, and I'll see you next week.